Welcome to the 100th episode of Two Guys, One Topic. I'm Liam. And I'm Ollie. And for those of you that don't know, or for any new listeners, each episode we take a topic that we know very little about and we give ourselves a week to read and research all about it. The idea being, we do the hard work and then we share what we feel is the most important pieces of information with you, the listeners. Yeah, we're not experts in anything that we talk about on this podcast. This is just a summary of our findings. But hopefully, by sharing some knowledge with you all, we can all learn just a little bit more about a whole bunch of things. Right, Liam, let's get on with this week's topic. But before we do, we've got a bit of a teaser. Oh, yeah. Next week's topic is my choice. So by the end of this episode... You will already know what next week's topic is. I have got an absolute doozy for you, Ali. Sounds good. This week's topic then is a book, something a little bit different to what we do, called The Compound Effect. Liam, this week's episode is the 100th episode. How amazing is that? Yeah, Who would have thought our little podcast would end up 100 episodes deep? <laughs> That's amazing. That is really good. Thank you, everybody, for listening. I think it's just about 140 countries around the world now. Yeah, we're worldwide, basically. Worldwide. Worldwide. So, yeah, thanks, everybody, for listening. We never expected it to, uh, to get as, as far as it has. Also, I think we should probably say that this is a very special recording because for the first time since COVID and since we started... yes. This episode is actually being recorded with you sitting in front of me. I can actually touch you if I reached out. Which, this is a bit weird, isn't it? A little bit weird being this close to each other. Yeah, yeah, nice to see you. No technology issues this week. (laughs) So we were saying then, this week's episode is a book called The Compound Effect. And we thought it'd be a good idea to do this as we now start the new year, 2023. People often have New Year's resolutions or they're just planning about how they want to maybe improve things in the year ahead. And this is a great way to maybe get your head around trying to make some choices and make some improvement in your life. Yeah, this book's all about improvement, isn't it? Improving your life, improving. Uh, the, the front of the book says, jumpstart your income, your life, and your success. Yeah. Um, it's not a very long book, I think we should probably say. So we'll talk about this book. It's really, how many pages is it? You've got it in front of you. Oh, Can't be that many. Yeah, it's about 150 pages. Yeah, and it's quite a small book as well. So those 150 pages aren't a lot. Um, I got it on my Kindle. Didn't take very long to read. So yeah, if you if you enjoy this, but certainly go out and get it. Give it a read. Definitely. And just a really quick intro about who the author is. So it's by Darren Hardy. And he's been a chap who's been around success and helping people try and improve things for the last 25 years. He's been the, um, the the creator of Success Magazine, and he's a, a mentor and seen as a, a leader, a central leader in the industry for more than 25 years about people trying to improve things and make themselves more successful. So a lot of thought and time of effort has gone into it, and we'll try and distill the best bits of information now for you in about the next half an hour. This book's actually, the, the one you've got there is the 10th anniversary edition, isn't it? Oh, yes. So that tells you, like... Like, like it's still relevant. Yeah. You know, so I think sometimes you could get a, a self-help book from 20 years ago that's maybe not, not true <laughs> yeah. nowadays. Yeah. But this one is certainly still going strong, so. And it even says that it has over a million copies sold, so. Two of them. Two of them are right here. <laughs> Something's going, going well for him, isn't it? But let's jump in then. So the compound effect. You know, you normally think about compound as maybe something more associated with finance and you hear, you know, interest will be compounded and, it relates to something else. But this this is much more than just looking at financials. This is your, your whole life. Do you want to just summarise 
what the compound effect is. I'll put it into one line. Basically, the, the book is about how small, smart changes applied consistently lead to massive positive results over time. Yep. And yeah. that's, that's essentially it. And we can wrap this up right now. <laughs> Done. Yeah. Finished? Yeah, it's, it's all about doing lots and lots of very small, smart things and seeing that over time, not immediately, but over time, massive things happen. Yeah, and that's exactly right. And it, it works both ways. So Darren Hardy makes the point of saying that the compound effect can be positive, And that's the way that we're sort of looking at it today, I suppose, in more like looking forward with New Year's resolutions. But it can also be negative. And if you're not actively trying to make the compound effect work in your favour, then work against you. it's actively working against you. One of the things that he says in the book is that nobody chooses to be obese, nobody chooses to go bankrupt, and nobody chooses to have a marriage that ends in divorce. And what he's saying there is that they're pretty big things, aren't they? Yeah. Any three of those. But it's all those small, insignificant choices that you made that have built up to being in those three situations. Yeah, they're the end of yep. a bunch of, of, of probably poor choices. Yep. It's, um, it's not a single moment of time or a single decision that's led to those. Yeah, and when you talk about fine, compound interest is where you, you, you get a little bit every month, don't you? A little bit of interest yeah. in your money. Um, to begin with, it doesn't look like much. If you put £1,000 in the bank and the interest is next to no percent, it doesn't look like anything's going to change. But you wait and you wait and consistently that interest is being added and over time, actually, your money starts going up. And yeah. you know, if you were to look at it after a week or a month or even a year, you might say nothing's happened. If you waited five or ten years, like whoa, suddenly I've got loads more money in yes. there, and I haven't had to do anything. Definitely, um, there's a there's a brilliant example that he has at the start. So the the book is sort of structured with lots of examples backing up the the different things that he's talking about and how you can then make these small smart choices consistently over time to then have a big impact. And I really liked one of the very first stories about a magic penny. And maybe just for people listening, thinking to yourself now, if you had the choice of taking three million pounds right now or taking a penny that will then double for the next 31 days, which one would you want to take? Yeah, so I'm going to take three million. But what, so, yeah, so the penny doubles every day yep. for 31 days. Yep. Um, you could have that or you could have the three million pounds, three million dollars, whatever. Three million's there. Nice in front like of it, you. That's, the, and, um, that's easy. No effort. Just take the three million. Yeah. Um, but is the point is, you know, this explains the compound effect, how how it, it happens so fast towards the end. Because um, the penny doubles, you know, it's only 2p the next day, 4p, 8, 16, 32, 64. You know, it's like, it's nothing. Well, if you yeah look at it, it then says, by day 10, you will have $3 million because you took the $3 million yeah. up front. But imagine your friend, they went with the option of taking that penny that doubles every day and they would have $5.12. Yeah, well, £5.12. Pounds pounds, sorry, yeah. Five yeah and then after 20 days, <coughs> they'll have five about 5000 You know, that's 20 days. They've still only got 5000 And like, you've got $3 million. Yeah, you've got $3 million. I think I've made a pretty good decision here. Until, what happens at the end? Well... Uh, at the end, this is where it really kicks in. It's the kickers on day thirty and thirty-one, isn't it? Yeah, where it doubles up to, you know, a, a day twenty-nine, you have about two and a half million. Okay, so you still don't have enough money. Yeah, 
You've still got three million. I've only got two and a half million. Yep. But day 30 goes to about five, five and a bit million. And then by day 31, it's about 10.7 million. Yes. Yeah. That's mental. Isn't that? That's enormous. <clears throat> so it just showed, don't take the $3 million if someone comes up to you <laughs> offering <Yeah>. it. <laughs> but it's, it's all about those small changes over a long period of time. Yeah. By the end, have a massive effect. But you don't see that change yep. as you're going through, as, as you're in it. You know, as you're just doubling the money or whatever, and that's what we'll talk about with everything. You know, you make all these small little choices yeah. that don't seem to do anything. So there's one story that he had that followed on after this magic penny was about three friends. And they're all pretty similar, all the same age. They're in like mid-30s. And what happened was they all had a similar lifestyle. One of them decided that they were going to change. They were going to stop just by adding, eating some bad food every night and actually get up off the sofa, mm-hmm. stop watching Netflix and do some exercise. The middle friend, the second friend, they just decided to carry on, you know, just doing exactly what they were doing. And the third friend, they actually fell into a bad habit of rather than just having some crisps every night, they were then having a couple of beers every night as well. And was he saying that it was after five months, if you were to look at the three friends, you wouldn't see any difference, yeah. would you? Yeah, because you wouldn't, because, you know, like, like you were saying, like a couple of packets of crisps, a couple of Cokes, a couple of times a week for a, a couple of months, probably not going to make any effect. And then... I think it was 27 months or 20, 27 years or something. 27 months is like almost the tipping point yeah. um, where, where you can really tell the difference. Yeah, so it's it's where just by having those extra couple of hundred calories every night of that third friend who was sat on the couch, he then ended up after 27 months looking a whole lot different yeah. to the person who had cut out those couple of hundred bad calories a day and had done some exercise. And then... He then talks about, we'll get onto it a little bit later, how then there's a ripple effect. And by making these small, smart choices, the friend who had done those small, smart choices, their life then grew and got better and better and better. Mm-hmm. And the one who hadn't... In other had, areas, yeah, isn't it? You know, you make yeah. small choices and you, you get in one thing right, suddenly you find other things. Like you're happier, you've got more energy, you then do better at work. Yeah. You then, yeah, yeah. there's all that ripple effect and then it's conversely can happen the other way as well. So how come no one's doing it then? It seems dead easy, right? I just make a bunch of easy choices yeah. and I end up with 10 million pounds yeah. or I end up with whatever, a pay rise or a promotion or a bigger house or whatever it is you might want. Everyone should do it, shouldn't they? It's simple. It's yeah, the easiest it is. thing in the world. The problem is it, it takes time. Yeah. I think that's that's one of the main things. It's, it's over time. It, it has a little, um, um, a little formula and it's, it's, Smart choices, small smart choices, plus consistency, plus time equals massive change. Yeah. Um, and one of the main problems there, the two in there, I guess, obviously making smart, well, all three, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. But time is one of them. It, yeah. it, it takes time. And it's it's because what, what happens is people, they don't see the reward straight away. Uh-huh. And so they then think, well, this isn't working. And they don't give it that the time that it needs. So us talking about those three friends and those that 27 months where you saw a difference, you know, that's that's important. You need to have consistently put the effort in to make those changes. Yeah, time and consistency. You, you've got to keep doing it, but you've also got to keep doing it for a long time. Yeah. 
It's like, uh, you, you know, it's going to be January. A whole bunch of people listening is probably going to join a gym. Oh, got to. That, For sure, it's January. Loads of people join gym. Everyone does. I go they? to the gym, I see it every January. There's a whole <laughs> bunch of people in there. And then by February, they're not there anymore. Because <laughs> Is that because they've got so hit, fit and healthy yeah. and so buff that they then, yeah. they don't need to go anymore? They can already run a marathon in the space of a month. <laughs> no, so they've got the consistency because they're coming every day because they've joined in January, right? So they've made smart choice, done. Right? Yeah. They've made the choice. I'm going to go to the gym in the mornings. Yeah. Consistency, I'm going to go every day. Yeah. Right? I can do that. Yeah. But you can't do that over the long period of time that is required. Over a month. If you went to the gym every day for a month, you yeah. probably wouldn't see much of a difference. Yeah. I mean, you, you might, but you're not going to see the change you probably want. And then that's hard to go, oh, so I've got to do it for another month and another month and another month. And if you did it for a year, though, it would work. Yeah, that's right. Um, and he says that's that's an, yeah, another hurdle. Just putting in that hard work over that time is what you really need to then see that success. <clears throat> the other thing which is... Very similar to this as well is the other hurdle why it's so easy to do but people can't do it is because there's no quick fixes. So quite often today you'll see, you know, adverts saying I'll take this diet pill or, you know, just buy this abs machine or whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. You think, yeah, I'll jump on board with that. And you think there's some quick fixes to it or some get rich quick schemes you see online or... Say that again really fast. Get quick rich schemes. (laughs) (laughs) You see those online or like cryptocurrency, whatever it might be, plow all of your money into this and then it doesn't work. There's no quick fixes. You then need to put that effort in and that hard work to then make sure that you then get the results. Yeah, it's it's never quick, is it? No. It's never, uh, nothing happens quickly. Nothing happens over, we've talked before about Apple, haven't we, being an overnight 20 year success story or whatever (laughs) it is. That's what comedians always say, don't they? Yeah. And, um, you know, they put lots and lots and lots and lots of work in, but it seemed to, to the general public that, oh, they've just come out of nowhere. Yeah. But they hadn't. And they, put, they, they were consistently working hard, making the right choices, well, probably sometimes the wrong choices. <clears throat> yeah. But eventually got to a point where they were making the right choices consistently over a long period of time. And then, bang, it's as if it happened overnight, but it didn't. Yeah. Yeah, yeah completely. Um, you know, it looks like you've made $10 million overnight by doubling your money, but you didn't. You made no. it like, like towards the end. It was right at the end. You put all that work in for 28 days. Yeah. And then on the 29, 30, and 31, well, it's suddenly... Well, it's like eating a burger. If, if you knew that eating a burger would give you a heart attack, you wouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. But eating a burger every night for 20 years, like yeah. the chances are it could yeah. well, you know... Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in, like, how can this small one single choice that I'm making have such a big repercussion further down the line. Which is really hard. That's yeah. really hard to get your head around that. Like, yeah. it's, oh, it's just a Mars bar. It's yep. just a beer. It's, yep. I don't know, I'm just going to sit on my computer during my lunch break at work just, when I could be doing some work. Just buy another Starbucks coffee for yeah. £3. Yeah, I'm just going to take the lift and not the stairs. Yeah. What, why does it matter that I walk up two flights? That's not going to make me fitter. Well, yeah. it would if you did it every day for a year. Yeah. But it won't for the first week. Which is that? That's essentially, that's essentially what the compound effect is, isn't it? Definitely. How something, how these small things work over time. Um, so that's a, that's essentially the start of the book, isn't it? That's the first. I don't know. Maybe the first third of the book. Yeah. And then uh, Darren Hardy breaks it down into like little, like he has sort of like chapters. And the first one is all about the choices that we make, because we've said a lot of times it's all about making smart choices and how the choices have an effect. Um, and he starts talking about choices, doesn't he, and how we need to make the right ones. Yeah, definitely. And it gives you some idea about saying it's good to know where you are in any in anything that you're trying to change. 
it's good to have a good understanding about where you're actually at that point in time. Yeah. And so you can then be realistic with then thinking, well, how can I change this? What would I want to change it to? And almost like, why would I want to change it? A lot of choices we make are subconscious. Yeah. A lot of the time, he talks about how a lot of the things we do, we just do them because we've always done them and we don't even realise we're doing them. Yeah. We just choose to do something that, that is that is not a smart choice. Yep. Um, and he goes on to talk about something called tracking, which is a really big thing about... It's about awareness and knowing what choices you're making. And he's, you know, if you want to go on a diet, track every single thing you eat for a month and then look at it. If you want to make more money, track every single penny you spend from... Just get a notebook. He, he talks about getting a notebook and writing everything down. Then you can see where your your unconscious is it unconscious or subconscious? I don't know. Bit of both, I think. The, those choices that you're making, you don't even realise you're making, because it's that you don't know what you don't know yeah. to change the thing that you need to do or whatever that saying is. He actually says that you won't like this. So by doing this, it will really open your eyes up and it'll give you some real awareness mm -hmm. about those, you know, the, those Greg sausage rolls really adding up in terms of, yeah. you know, I just was walking past, I thought I'd get myself a coffee. Oh, and I just had a Greg sausage roll on. They taste so good. Yeah. Don't they taste so good? Yeah, and then you but... realise you get to the end of a month and you've eaten 25 Greg sausage rolls in a month. <laughs> so I know, for example, like, I'll get home from work and then I'll go to the gym. But before yeah. I go to the gym, I grab some biscuits. Yeah. So I was like, I think in my head, oh, I need a bit of energy for the gym. Yeah. Well, if I track that, I bet I've eaten 10 packets of biscuits in a month that I could do without eating. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he talks about that. It's, it's these things that you do that you don't even realise you do because you, because you can't change them if you don't even realise everything. So it's all about tracking. What is it you want to What is it you want to improve? Track that. Yeah, and so you know, if you think that you're on social media too much or you want to be... Well, you're probably doing something right at the moment by listening to Two Guys, One Topic podcast because you're learning yeah. a little bit. Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. could be... You know, scrolling on socials, or you could be, you know, just listening to something a little bit more mind-numbing. So this is probably a good start. But then, if you were to track your time, if you wanted to improve your time management and see how much time do I actually spend just scrolling socials, mm -hmm. and then if that's fifteen minutes a day, how much does that then compound to if you do that for a week, for a month, mm -hmm. for a year? How could you better use that time to then do improve sure. yourself? Mm -hmm. And make some some small, smart, positive choices. You can get an app way. for that, can't you? You can track, you can track <laughs> yeah, stuff like on that. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's all of those. Yeah, that that tracking. He says you won't like tracking things. It it will really open your eyes up and give you an awareness about what you're doing. But if you track things for um, a month, you'll have a really good idea about where merely, you can make choices. Merely becoming conscious of your actions begins to change them. Just even knowing it, because you don't even know you do it. Even yeah. just knowing. Oh, I didn't know I did that. Yep. That will have an effect. That will change you. But yeah, it's all about, he, he says about how he tracks everything and, uh, you know, anything you want to change. <clears throat> there, there are a few things where he, he goes a little bit OCD yeah, on I, I some think that. things, doesn't he? I thought that. He talked, yeah, tracking things and um, discussing every minute detail about something to work. He talks about his, his wife or his girlfriend, how they track their relationship every week and they have a, a relationship meeting and they track everything that's happened in the week so they can yeah. work out whether they need to improve it which i'm i'm sure works <laughs> i just 
I didn't. That's not that one. Wasn't for me. That like uh, you know. We got, yeah. Take out of the book. What? Uh... Don't tell my wife that. Um, but so so you found. So we've tracked. You know whatever it is you want to change. You've tracked it. You've realised what what you need to do differently, right? So I know I need to buy less Starbucks. I know I need to eat less biscuits or whatever it is I need to do. Save a little bit of money. Save it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I'm gonna. Oh, right. Okay. So I'm gonna make smarter choices because I know it's all about smart choices consistently over time, right? Yep. So I now know what my smart choice is. Okay. Yep. I've got a. I'm gonna swap that Starbucks. I'm gonna go into Starbucks like I do anyway, but I'm gonna order water. Yes. Whatever. That's smart. Clever. Right. That's gonna improve me. Save money. Make myself fit. But. He then, the next chapter in the book is all about habit, and it's all about turning that smart choice into a habit. You know, so, because we've got these unconscious bad choices that we're making, well, can't we just turn them into unconscious good choices? And it's all yes. about turning them into a I, I habitually do this. Yeah. But that's good, because it's a good thing to do. Yes. Yeah, like, like it's, it's knowing what, what your triggers are for these habits. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So is it whenever you get angry, you do something or if you, whenever you get lonely, you'll then reach for the biscuits mm-hmm. or, you know, if you ever get stressed out, you then open a bottle of wine, whatever it might be. So it's then trying to see what, what are your triggers and then how do you then address them? So one of them might be is if you know that you would then always do this, you would then always reach for the biscuit tin in this situation, just get rid of the biscuits. So mm-hmm. if they're not in your house, then it's impossible for you to eat them. Yeah. So, so don't buy them in the first place. Yes. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Literally yeah. throw out the things that. Yeah. He, he also said, about. like I just said there about swapping it. If yeah. you know, I'm good. Uh, you know, I know. I was telling you, I know. I like to have a coke when I've been for a run. Yes. Now I've been for a run, and I've probably ran for a long time. I probably could could eat it and not get. Yeah. You know, it's not going to affect me. But should I be drinking a coke? Yeah. You know, so he talks about swapping it. What should I swap it for? What about if I got some nice squash, something that I liked, sugar free or whatever. Yeah, swapping the thing. Definitely, yeah. Finding those replacements. Number four is, he does acknowledge that not everybody might find it easy just completely cutting something out. So if you know that, you know, you'd then always reach for the biscuits, rather than completely getting rid of them, just buy a smaller packet. Don't buy the massive jumbo size packet, because then you're more likely likely to eat the massive jumbo size packet of biscuits. So if you just buy a much smaller bag or box, whatever it might be, then you're limiting yourself. So if you know, you know, buy less wine, buy less, buy less beer, whatever it might be, um, then you're you can take it easy and ease yourself into this improved habit. Yeah, um, and then there's a whole section, separate bit about how to install good habits, how to help the thing become, you know, become consistent. How do how do you always do this good habit? So one of the things I like you said is to go public. So if you know okay. that. You know, you know, social media is a big deal nowadays. Lots of people live and die by social media. Well, what have you told all your followers? Right, I, I, I'm not going to drink a Starbucks for a month. Is, are you gonna not going to drink Coke for a month? Is that what you're telling everybody? <laughs> I don't know. I need to think about that. <laughs> uh, to... Yeah, saying it out loud and sharing your goals and then also finding a partner. Finding yeah. somebody to hold yourself accountable to. So going for a run or doing some savings like you and your partner both say, right, we're both going to save X amount this month or, you know, join a running club or find a friend who wants to go for a run with you and both hold each other accountable, right? Every Tuesday, we're going to go for a run no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. Another one is to, um, like, psychologically think of it as an addition, not a subtraction. You, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not losing that starbucks i'm having a nice iced water or you yeah, know trying okay. to think of it as yeah. psychologically 
you're replacing it with something better. Yeah. Um, that helps. It, it's basically, it's all about like we trying to turn it into a habit. That's really important. You know, habitually do these good choices so that you yeah. don't really have to think about doing them. Um, which is w- what the chapter in the book's about, isn't it? Yeah, and it's it's like don't beat yourself up about it. So if you've set a target of saying, right, I'm going to switch out my Starbucks to a water, whatever it might be, if you've done that for five days and then on the sixth day you then you do actually have a Starbucks, don't completely beat yourself up. You know, you can then restart again and try and do it even better next time. Mm-hmm. So he's like saying, you know, not all hope is lost. Like be, you know, well done for what you did manage to do the first time and try and do it even better. Yeah, yeah. Well, like four the, days the without a Starbucks time. is better than five days with a Starbucks. Yeah. Yes. Isn't it? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If I did, you should do it Monday to Friday, but I've managed to go Monday to Thursday without. <clears throat> yeah. That's progress. Yeah. Lots of smart, sm- smart, small choices. Um, and he says, a long time. with these goals that you're making, when you're hitting them, then do reward yourself. Yeah. So if you've if you decided to set aside some money every every week or however however often it might be or every month because your your long term aim is that you want to go on a nice holiday, whatever it might be. When you have managed to save up a little bit, treat yourself. You know, buy yourself, go out for dinner or mm-hmm. do something to then reward yourself. So you then you're happy with what you've managed to achieve. And you're on track to your longer term goal. I think we maybe should have said that a little bit earlier as well about visioning what it is you and why you're doing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Actually, yeah, that's that's, um, that's why, bad why, on our point. Of course, it is why power, doesn't it? Why you're even doing it in the first place. Yeah. Very similar to when we spoke to Michelle Chen about uh, yeah. the vegan, yes. about being vegan. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if we did an episode about veganism and she was saying one of the the easiest ways to to be and stay vegan is to understand why you are doing it. Yeah. Um, and that's very similar here. You know, why, why am I going to the gym? What's the point of it? Yeah. If I haven't really got a reason, you know, if it's, I want to save more money just because I'd like the idea of having a bit more money, but I'm all right with what I've got now. Yeah. Like, you're probably not going to save any more money. Cause but you, if it's because you've got a wedding coming up. Exactly. Suddenly you've got to re, I need 20 grand. Like, yeah. I've got to save this. Because otherwise you, yeah, you don't know what you're aiming for. So you don't know if you are on track to then know if you're doing something successfully or not yeah yeah because it why power i like that yeah why power instead of willpower willpower gets you so far but if you've got a lot of strong like a reason yeah um you know i've I signed up to a marathon right <laughs> i've got to do this because in six months time i'm running a marathon like i have got to start doing this yeah that's quite a good one yeah definitely um, sign yourself up then worry about it later i've done that loads of times no so you've you've got these these habits and figuring out how to improve these habits that you're you're then making, these positive habits or trying to figure out a time when you then do these habits. I know one of them was to do with like brushing his teeth or if you boil the kettle, just do 10 press-ups while the kettle's boiling. Yeah. Just those those small, trying to, you know, every, every time I go to make a cup of tea, turn the kettle drop on. Down and give me, drop down and give me 10. Just do 10 press-ups. That's your 10 press-ups done. Yeah, like, but for compound, the how many cups of tea you ran in a day, how yeah. many press-ups you're going to do in a month. Exactly. Flipping loads. And so it's just those small, trying to factor in where you can have these positive habits pushed into your life. And he's then saying about when these habits then kick in, it's then getting the momentum. And this is where you then th- see things compounding, like we spoke about with the penny earlier. And it's almost, you know, using a an analogy of a, a snowboarder. He uses yeah. at the start of the slope. Yeah, it's nothing. 
You're very, very slow. You're hardly moving, are you? Yeah, for, you're a, for quite a while. You're a boarder. Mate, you can tell us. I just I was skiing last week. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, it's very similar though. My boy is this, right? He starts on a slow slope. He's going not very fast at all. He starts getting steeper. Still not really going very fast. Gets a bit too steep. Oh my goodness me. <laughs> i got to chase him down. It's like that though, isn't it? It's, yeah. Or like a steam train. You know, um, starts very slow. Looks like nothing's happening. Hardly at all. Yeah. Chugga, chugga, chugga. No, it's not hardly moving until it starts moving and then it's got momentum. Yeah. And, and it's much harder to stop something when it has momentum. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mass times by velocity is momentum. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Which we forget. He, okay. he, he talks about in the, the playground where you've got that, <clears throat> the roundabout. You know, if you've got a bunch of friends sat mm-hmm. on the roundabout and you're the one trying to push it to get it going, it's quite hard, isn't it? Yeah. And then as soon as you do manage to push the roundabout with your six mates sat on it, you're flying round and it's yeah. going really easy. But if one of them starts to drag their foot on the floor, it starts to slow down. As long as it doesn't stop, you can pick up that momentum again quite quickly and actually yeah. get going with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he talks about yeah, momentum being a, a, a like a motivational, psychologically strong thing. Once you're once you're up and running, once you've made these choices and you've done so for a little <clears throat> while, you build up some momentum and it starts becoming easier to do it. Um, it's just it's just all about making them, isn't it? I guess in the, well, like we said, tracking them, knowing what they are. Yes. How do they become a habit so that you can make them, and then the momentum builds. And it's uh, it's then also once you've you've got this momentum up, you're in you're in a, a good place and you're doing well with your your habits that you've put in place. He's then saying you can then have another look about the wider environment. Mm-hmm. So it's not just on you. Yeah, away like, from yourself. Yeah, so it's your your group of friends. If you know that there's a group of friends where whenever you get together, you end up having 10 pints and feeling horrendous the next day and all the knock-on effects that that has, yeah. then maybe try and cut down how many times you see those, those people that are bad influences on you. Yeah. Or if you know that you end up gambling too much, Try not to go to places where you can gamble or you know, yeah. trying to cut out... It's hard, though, isn't it? Oh, but it's yeah, the external of... influence. It <clears> says... There's a quote, remember in life, you get what you tolerate. Yeah. So whatever you're prepared to tolerate is what you're going to get. So if you're yeah. prepared to tolerate sitting in a pub with you, drinking loads of pints, I'm, I'm gonna, that's what's going to happen to me. Um, he quotes somebody called Jim Rohn, which I don't know who he is, but he talks about him a couple of times. So I don't know if he's a bit of a big deal. Maybe this, uh, yeah, this, I, yeah. This it, Jim Rohn. Yeah, it, maybe we should look into that. <laughs> but this Jim Rohn, he said that, we are the average of the five people that we associate with most. Oh, that means I'm part of you. <laughs> I don't want to be average like you. <laughs> but it's, it's a good point, isn't it? If yeah. you're with a bunch of mates who are down and outs, then you're going to be the average of those. So try yeah. and try and change that circle of influence around you. If you want to try and succeed in a certain area be that in business or in um, you know, health terms, hang around with people who are healthier than you, who run yeah. quicker than you, yeah. or who are more successful yeah. in a business context, or who are doing well in the music industry, if you want to try and go down that route, whatever it might be. Yeah. Try and make yourself the average of those five other people. Yeah. He says one of the things, he says always, like I think this is like a... A more businessy thing, but he said, always go a little bit beyond what is expected of you. So if you're expected to do something, yeah, um, I think that probably it, obviously it works for in anything, but I think that's probably a businessy workplace environment sort of thing. 
always do more than what, what you know if they expect you to do this report well do the report but also put a summary at the back of it or something yep. do you know what I mean yep. or he says something about dressing he always dresses one level higher so if it's a shorts and t-shirt place he might wear shorts and a shirt yep. if it's a wear a shirt he'll wear a shirt and a tie yep. if it's wear a shirt and a tie he'll wear a suit yes. always just go one a little bit higher than what is expected and always you know that will help you if you're pushing yourself to be like that then you, you're going to progress aren't you yeah, definitely Definitely. Uh, I, I saw that there was a quote from Dwayne Johnson in the book as well. Oh. No, knowing that you love Dwayne Johnson. He's my number one. Get on. My number one. In, you said yours was Barack Obama, right? When we first started, <laughs> we said, who would be our number one interview? You said Barack Obama. I said The Rock. <laughs> or Arnold Schwarzenegger. So his quote, The Rock's quote is, success isn't about greatness. It's about consistency. Consistency, hard work leads to success and greatness will come. Oh, nice. Liam. You look like you almost fainted then. Like you're so proud of him. What a hero. Yeah, you just got to put the effort in, don't you? He's all about that, isn't he? Hard work. And what's what was it about the 5,000 things? Yeah, success is all about um, doing half a dozen things really well 5,000 times. Yeah, just That's say it. that again. Say that again. Success is all about doing half a dozen, so maybe six things, doing six things really well 5,000 times. As opposed to? 5,000 things really well six times. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So don't, right. go, so don't don't go for a run six times. Yeah, it's, go for a jog 5,000 times yeah. or something like that. And then yeah. you'll get better at running. Yeah. It's that sort of thing. Well, um, um, I just thought that was a really powerful quote to... Um, yeah, to, loads to and loads of little... Lo- it, it's, it's the whole thing, isn't it? Loads <clears> of little <throat> things really well lead to really big results. Yeah. And that's essentially the book. So you figured out where you want to improve yourself. You figured out what your bad habits are how you can then have good habits. You've then got your momentum going. Mm-hmm. You're hanging out with the right people. Yep. And then there's also something which he talks about throughout the book as well, just the, the ripple effect. And we touched on it earlier, where Darren Hardy is a, a massive advocate of saying, and um, here's lots of examples as well, where if you change one thing in your life, it can then go on and on and expand and like extrapolate out and ripple out mm-hmm. to then improve other other parts. He talks about there's a story in there of his assistant who asked for a pay rise. And he said to her, what is it that you want a pay rise for? It's quite clever because he ended up not giving her a pay rise. Yeah. But he said, what do you want the pay rise for? And she told him that she wanted to save the money to do this, to do that. And he then worked with her and said, well, here you go. You can save $10 a week here, which then compounded, she ended up cutting out other things in her life. She saved more and more money. She then had more time to then think about how she could improve things at work. She came up with a couple of ideas for Darren Hardy's coaching seminars. And she said, if you sell these, I want to get 50% of the, the commission on them, which she then did. And it just rippled and rippled yeah. where she made these small choices. She started saving money, had more time came up with these ideas, and then she then went off and started her own company, which then became very successful. So it's... Yeah, she, she took his ideas yep. to save her own money and then took it into her business, into her job, basically, which yep. was with him. Yes. And then progressed that way. Um, but yeah, the, the ripple effect, you know, if if you suddenly become, re, you know, you go in, you, you join a gym and you actually do it, you go for half an hour instead of an hour or two hours, you, yep. you know, something that you can do consistently, a small thing. And you suddenly become, you know, much more hardworking. Obviously, that's going to affect your job, isn't it? Because yeah. you, your mindset changes. You become, I'm trying really hard to quit smoking. And, and I'm doing it. And this is working. And actually, if I apply this 
mindset that I've got now into my job yeah. or into my home life or into my relationship with my wife or whatever. He talks about that a lot as well. More things improve from yes. changing one thing. One thing changes into lots of other things. Yeah. So we'll have loads of people that will be listening <clears throat> this. It's the start of the new year, thinking about what choices can they make for this year. And there'll be a load of people thinking, right, I'm going to go to the gym for two hours a day now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go every day for two hours a day and I'm going to you know, see those, those effects. And Darren Hardy, he specifically says not to do that, doesn't he? Yeah, because it's, it's you not doable. Be, you need to be, it needs to be achievable. So yeah. he would say, right, pair it right back. Just say to yourself, rather than going hard at it two hours a day, every day, it's, you're, you're going to fail, you're then going to feel bad, and then you'll drop out, and then yeah. you'll end up not doing it. So instead, just say, right, I'm going to go for 30 minutes twice a week. Yeah. And if you can do that consistently, yeah. then see about maybe going, right, I'll just, rather than going for half an hour twice a week, I'll mm-hmm. go for 45 minutes mm-hmm. twice a week. And it, well, it compounds, doesn't it? It's exactly what he says. You know, if you go for half an hour or twice a week, that's an hour a week. But, if you, but you can keep that up. Yeah. So if you can keep that up for three and four months, you, you've now done, well, like 16 hours worth of workouts. Yeah. Whereas if you go for two hours a day, you can do that for a week, maybe, maybe a bit longer. You're not even going to get to 16 hours before you quit. Yes. Um, and it's, it's, it's basically the whole point, isn't it? <laughs> Make a small choice and just see what happens when, when it, it happens loads. I suppose uh, applying it to us, they're saying this is our 100th episode. We never thought about that, did we? Yeah, we've obviously made a bunch of small, good yeah. choices. Yeah. Um, started from nothing. I don't know if we've got anybody listening who's listened to all 100. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. If, someone, if someone's there could want to let us know, at two guys, one topic. That'd be pretty cool if we've had anyone who's listened right from the very, very start. I suppose there's some things that we actually did without realising it. So we we held each other accountable. Yeah. We do it consistently every week. I know we had to miss one or two here and there, but we don't beat yeah, ourselves feels, up about no, it. No, but it does feel strange because it's, it's yeah. a habit, right? Yeah. So, I, you know, every now and then my wife will say, you know, what are you researching this week? And I'll tell her. Yeah. But because it was Christmas, what are you researching? Well, actually, I'm not doing anything. And it's a bit weird, don't you? Because <laughs> we're saying it's now an unconscious habit that yeah. every week... If I've got a bit of time at some point of an evening, yeah. I'll do a bit of research about something yeah. and, and it's now habitual. Yeah, exactly. And so we yeah, we've got our we've got our momentum going and hopefully the ripple effect, our ripple effect is that other people are then learning and other people are then sharing that knowledge with with more people. Um, and and I'm hanging around with people that are like me, that aren't pulling me down, <laughs> like this goon. Am I yeah, am I dragging you up? Yeah. I'll make it I'm improving your yeah, average. You're better than me. <laughs> Uh, I like that. No, that's good. Um, so yeah, it, it can apply to compound effect. Can apply to all sorts of areas of life, and it's it's a good. I think it's a good book. I, I would recommend like I, I would start recommend. the new year. People to be thinking about this. Yeah, I, I I reckon give it a read. You know, like we said, there's there's parts of it that that I skipped over or didn't necessarily agree with completely. But the the general idea, yeah, is massively uh, important. You know, look. Making a small change repeatedly, it seems pretty obvious. You know? And just saying that people, they never really get to see the compound effect because they don't give it the time. And so they then think, well, this hasn't worked. Which, yeah. You just need to give it the time, that consistency. Yeah. Well, we're waiting until, you know, episode 200 or 300 when suddenly there's Spotify paying us. That sort of thing, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> we just keep going. It's like just, I'm seeing way off into the future somewhere. <laughs> Nice. So we hope yeah, we hope people have enjoyed that episode. 
it's um, a little bit different for us. We don't always um, do books, but hopefully people have enjoyed mm -hmm. like, that book and you know, go out there and, and get a copy yourself and really think how you could apply to it in your own life. It brings us to the end, really, of our, our normal chunk of episodes that we do within any series, doesn't it? Yeah. So we do, we try and do 12 episodes a series. Nine episodes are what we choose. But then, so episode 10 is my choice. So I'm going to choose next week's episode and Ollie's going to learn about it, whatever it is. Episode 11 will be Ollie's choice and I will learn about it regardless. And then episode 12 will be a listener choice and we'll put that on our social, on Instagram at Two Guys One Topic. So we need people now, if you can let us know. We've had people throughout the series yeah, who yeah, send yeah, us topic sure. suggestions anyway, but in particularly now, because we'll, we'll have a vote on our Insta, uh, as Liam said, at Two Guys One Topic. And let us know any topic suggestions you want for the listener choice and a shout out for you. Right. Okay. More importantly, Ollie, this brings us to the exciting part of the series where I tell you live what we're going to learn about next week. Okay, you okay. have got the biggest smile. You're <laughs> grinning like a Cheshire cat here, so uh, I'm, a, I'm a little bit apprehensive about what you're going to tell right. me. I told Ollie about three weeks ago that this topic, I need to learn this topic, okay? So I need to learn this. So either we're doing it for a podcast or I'm learning it on my own, so I thought we'd just do it as a podcast. Should okay? I tell you what I think it might be? Yeah, go on. Something for, like... Dubai citizenship. I need, <laughs> I need, to, I need to learn. <laughs> no, no. And more importantly, uh, so we're recording this live, right? And yeah. just before this started, your kids were running around, yeah. right? Talking to me and playing with me or yeah. showing me their Christmas presents, right? So I now know that you also need to learn this. Oh, no. Okay. Okay. This week's topic is Marvel's Avengers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> My kid has gotten into it, and all he bangs on about is Hulk, Iron Man, Spider-Man, oh and I don't know squat about it. I know who they are. Do you know what's happening to me right now? I'm getting flashbacks of our Greek mythology. Yeah, well, so I don't know Episode. how far we'll go into it, right? I, I was thinking, right, we're not going to go into the whole Marvel extended universe and all that. I think we're going to stick with Marvel's Avengers. Okay. We might talk about some of the other characters if they come up. I'm yeah. thinking, like, who are they? What are their powers? Where'd they come from? Okay. Why are they in the Avengers? All that sort of stuff. Okay? So, uh, oh yeah, for Christmas, all he got was Avengers stuff, and I don't know what any of it is. <laughs> all right. Because I, I know absolutely nothing about that. But you need to know. We're basically performing a public service for, I'd say the dads out there, but I mean some, obviously, mums are going to feel the same. Okay? So similarly, when I chose volcanoes, that's like a, you need to know that for help your children. We need to know this for our kids. <laughs> All right, let's do that. So Marvel Avengers will be next week's topic. Amazing. I will crack on with that. Look forward to it. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. We really hope you've enjoyed this episode of The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy if you want to get in contact with us let us know what hold yourself accountable let us know what are you going to do and uh, we can share it if you like what you habits you're going to change this year and what part of your life you're going to try and improve as always we love hearing from people get in touch with us at two guys one topic on twitter instagram or facebook until next week we'll speak with you next tuesday get out there and share some compound effect knowledge